All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Chipman Brothers Tangent. Um, sorry about the uh, two-month or so hiatus on this. Um, the good news with that, though, is I did generate a brand new show in that uh, two-month span, Shooting the Shit with Chippa, which you haven't listened to. You can go check it out. Um, and also um, have made it up to $200 on my Patreon. So thank yeah. everybody who has ever contributed, whether you're still contributing, whether you've had to drop out for whatever reason. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and I plan on doing more, you know, hit a certain level and get cool things kind of a thing. But uh, um, we're going to talk about one of the topics picked by one of those people that got me over one of those humps in a minute. But um, just again, uh, welcome back to the Chipman Brothers Tangent. As always, I'm Chris. I'm Bob. Um, and uh, so, Bob, how have you been? I have been busy. Very, very busy. How about you? Very very busy. Um, our daughter, yeah. our daughter doesn't sleep. We have a, a, a four month old now almost. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, we're, 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 we're living near, near political Armageddon. So, so there you go. Um, right. yeah. yeah. Speaking of happier things, we just got over the hump of Halloween time. Oh yeah, here, us living next to Salem. We've talked about that before. Did you have fun in Salem this year, Bob? I'm assuming you went. I did. I did. I hung out. I ran into some friends. Had a very nice time. Nice low key Halloween. Good. Good time after a a busy and chaotic October. Yes, it was. It um, I I took the whole day off from work. We went into the city with the kids. Um, me and uh, me and the wife and um, our daughter dressed up like characters from a league of their own. I was uh, Tom Hanks, Jimmy Dugan. Nice. Um, and my wife was all the way May, as it were. <laughs> we have two kids, so there you go. And yeah. um, Ava was, uh, um, oh man, what was Gina Davis's character? Dottie. There you go. And they had yeah. the you know cute little pink um, outfits. It was it was a lot of fun. Of course, since it was the same day as the Red Sox parade, go Red Sox World yeah. Series. Everyone, everyone that didn't recognize, it's like, aren't you supposed to be in Boston? <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus, here we go. But yeah, go, 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 Red Sox. Yeah, that was awesome. Our, our dad would have been really psyched to see this. So cheers yes, to him. Yes, he would. Yeah. Cheers he, to him. Dad, dad would have been all about Steve Pierce, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that was like that. That was my takeaway from this whole thing. Like that. That would have been like he would have liked David Price, but he would have loved Steve Pierce. Yeah, that would have been his guy. He, that would have been. Yeah, he wouldn't like have shut all, up about him. Year. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have shut up about him. <laughs> yeah, I should. Uh, I should get that jersey. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a good jersey. I should, yeah, I should get Steve Pierce jersey. That was awesome. It was funny because I I hadn't really yeah. been paying attention this season, and yeah. um and they had the fucking best season of their ever <laughs> the best season ever 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 so that's that's kind of yeah, awesome this was, a, yeah, this, this was a hell of a thing and so i'm watching the the playoff games leading up and i'm like i don't recognize any of these people <laughs> yeah well, well you've, you've had a busy year like i i followed as well as i could this is the thing is like at this point we like we were young kids when the red Sox sucked dude we used to go dad used to get tickets from work because he worked yeah. at it worked at the lynn item which is still there bastards and um anyway um you know they're still there what did you see joy did you see joy yes yeah the the the, the police station is the enjoy it's the item the item building yeah 
Well, no, and it's in that the office at the end when yeah. she's in supposed to be in Texas. It's there too. Yeah, 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 and, and yeah, and it's and it's really obvious if you're if you're there. It's weird. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, he yeah. used to get the tickets because um, they had company tickets that were you know three rows or so from the back of home plate, right? You'd have to know um, criminals, right, to have those kinds of seats these days, or no Mackie Mac or something like that, and you know. When we were going, this was in, you know, 1992, 93, 94, um, they were $18 face value tickets, you know, mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. insane. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the worst tickets in the park are 50, $60, you know, these days, right. um, it, it's wild. Right. And so that, that was, that was really, really cool. Um, yeah. so we lived through that. I mean, he, he lived through a lot more of it. I mean, our grand yeah. our granddad was two years old when they won the World Series the last time before exactly. um, before the run in the 2000s. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's crazy. And also, I I did say our our son was Superman for Halloween. So because I <laughs> used I used to always dress up like Superman when I was little, and I'm not just for Halloween, and <laughs> and and not just um, when it was ironic. So like, this is like that running thing on the Venture Brothers, where every co- every family costume they have is a themed costume, and Hank is Batman. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I am the knight. I am the knight. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's that. So uh, yeah. Uh, g- good go on the Red Sox, and you know Halloween. Yeah. Why they did the parade on Halloween, I don't know, but cool, I guess. I, th- I think they felt they had to. We got a lot of trick-or-treaters this year. Nice. A lot more than normal. Um, I mean, it's a good good street for it, but we got a lot more than we did last year. Um, so without further ado, Bob, um, I did a thing where if people got me up over 175 bucks on my Patreon, thank you all very much again. Um, uh-huh. Someone got to pick something for you and me to talk about. Okay. And two people actually won it because of Patreon and their weird way of taking money and people going at face value. I decided to give it to both people that looked like they were trying to get me there. Um, one, one guy hasn't given me a topic yet, um, but, but I'll, get, I'll get him to do that. The other one came from Mason Luxenberg, who's Mason Kill All Nazis Luxenberg. I like this guy already. He, he comments on a lot of stuff that you and I um, post. Um, that's mm-hmm. at Mason L87. And he asked you and I to talk about going to Catholic school. Um, oh wow! And I know that we've talked about that a little bit, but he, you know, he wanted a little bit more insight. Um, I, you know, um, I figured that was something we could do without it bringing up too many bad memories. So if it starts going into dark territory, we can pull back because I don't think either you or I came out of that scenario unscathed. Um, but there's Got always it. there's always something to talk about, right? So uh, I, I don't know. Do we do we start way back at the beginning? Uh, well, well, like, at what point did, did you become aware that it was unusual to be in Catholic school? Because, I mean, we were always kind of there. I, I'm not sure when I became unaware. I think it's when I started realizing that my friends outside of school, like yeah. the people I played baseball with and the people that I uh, played soccer with and, you know, the kids I saw on the, like, streets that I, like, met didn't go to my school. Right. And right. so and like they had different days off than we did. 
do you know what I mean? It's it started being a little weird. They didn't go to church in school. <laughs> you know, these these things were were interesting and weird. You know, the ones of right. them that were being brought up Catholic, you know, went to church school on the weekend. You know, and we didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the whole thing seemed very strange. Um but I mean, I, we can just go down the line. I mean, you and I both went to Sacred Heart Elementary School in Lynn, which mm-hmm. for those listening um, that don't know Lynn, um, Lynn is, has a very bad reputation. Lynn is a, you know, very ethnically diverse and always has been town. It was a shoe factory back in the day. Um, it's kind of just always been, you know, a town of mixed groups of people. Um, it kind of like the Lowell's and Lawrence's and even more closer by Revere's and Everett's of Massachusetts. It, it gets a bad rap for being kind of rough and urban, but at the same time, it's the city we grew up in and we didn't know any better and we didn't know any different. Um, I realize, you know, now living in a nicer part of the city. And again, we grew up in a nice part of the city too. It's just kind of everything in between um, that, you know, I didn't think of it as being like privilege. It just seemed like, you know, where we where we went to school. I mean, the Catholic school that we went to was in the middle of a bad part of the city, at least when you started, you know, when it, back when it was on Robinson Street. Right. In that creepy yeah. old brick building. Right, and, yeah. um, you know, so it's not like we were being carted off somewhere else. Um, but, you know, our parents sent us there, not necessarily because we were an ultra religious family, but. They, I mean, our grandparents were, but, um, they sent us there because they thought it would be better. Um, you know, the, the schools in Lynn were very big. Um, the high schools had an open campus at the time, Yeah. which right before I went to high school, that stopped because someone got shot at lunch. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, but I mean, it didn't, it didn't seem all that weird to me, I guess. Um, until I got older and started, you know, thinking about, you know, why, why am I learning this or why am I being told I have to do this? Um, I didn't stick through it as long as you did. But um, what's what were your experiences early on, Bob, once you want to talk about it anyway? Because you, uh, you started three years before me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I never liked uh, elementary school or like I was never good in a school environment in general until I got to college. Yeah, I was the uh, opposite, yeah. which was always interesting. Yeah, elementary school was hell, and high school was worse, and so I don't know that it was ever particularly good for for me. I don't know that I would have been any better off in a public school. I, I probably would have just been more invisible because public schools have real problems, so they yeah. don't have time to worry about kids who are just weird. They've 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 got actual shit to deal with. That was that was the thing I think that that set the two of us and kind of always has and I, I you know whatever positive or negative side of this you come from is I I'm very weird <laughs> you know but I I assimilated well followed orders well you know they told me to do stuff and I just kind of went along with it and um, you know it took me till I was a little bit older to kind of call bullshit on that. Right. Um, but you kind of always did. And they treated that like, you know, OK, he's artistic. He, you know, is clever. He doesn't want to do the assignment. We said he does it differently is, you know, something to not like. And I'll never forgive them for that. You know, yeah. that, that was pretty awful. 
<laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, well, plus, you know, like, I, uh, we, we both, I think maybe because I was a little bit older, uh, we, we both came up in the, uh, you know, the, the mid, uh, 1980s and such, and, uh, the 80s, especially, and the 90s, especially, we were kind of growing up in, you know, our parents, uh, kind of celebrating the, uh, you know, a, a rosy version of their own rebellious youths back to us. Yeah. And, uh, so the, the idea that you were, su- that everyone was supposed, everyone, what, like, in the, in the 80s, you were supposed to conform by being a nonconformist. Like, you were supposed to be, you know, kind of a flippant, don't give a shit sort. Like, everyone was supposed to be, uh, like, this, this is why movies like Ghostbusters and Police Academy and Stripes were, like, formative for a whole generation, not necessarily, like, for the right, right reasons, because you have, like, whole groups of people, all of whom are, like, you have an entire group, all of whom are the misfits. And right. Like the, the, like, the guys who fit in are, like, the one guy who's the bad guy. <laughs> you know? So, so, you know, like, so you have that whole thing going on. And, right. And... Uh, so, like, everyone wants to be Bill Murray to a certain degree. Right. And, uh, so, in a school environment, you know, like, coming up, every TV show, book, whatever thing that that would have some kind of, you know, model of this is what a, a little boy does, this is what you're supposed to do, was, you know, school is a shitty place that's boring and you're not supposed to like it. And you're supposed to talk back to your teachers and be sassy and be, you know, Calvin, Bart Simpson or or whatever. Right. And so, like, you know, me, who already thinks that this is boring and stupid and doesn't want to be there, you know, wants to go home and play Nintendo or, you know, read comic books or watch TV or play outside or something. You know, it's not like there's anything in popular culture telling me that that there's anything different. Right. Absolutely. yeah. So, you know, it's like, well, you know, the entire world is telling me that 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 this sucks and that I'm that like what I'm supposed to do is, you know, put a whoopee cushion on my teacher's chair and, you know, be a little scamp about it, you know, because uh, I'm uh, I'm a young white kid and uh, acting out in school <laughs> and being and, and and being disruptive is what I'm supposed to do. So. You know, like, that was my experience was, you know, that, I, that you know, I disliked being in school, but I thought that the point of going to school was to dislike it. Right. You know, like, I, you know, what, I, 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 I thought that was perfectly normal, you know, and then I really disliked it and got in real trouble. And then it was like, oh, oh okay, I guess there's a too far version of this, you know, which was a whole other thing, which we've talked about on other stuff. You know, right. I, I had... I had some I had some actual real problems. So, you know, th- there was also that. Yeah, but th- like the the Catholic part of it was weird because like the thing that I and I mean this is uh you see, I don't know, when when you're when you're young and white on the East Coast in in like an urban environment, like the difference between Catholics and Protestants you know, and and we and we were kind of in a weird zone anyway because we were Catholic, but we weren't ethnic, right? And our our right. it's funny because our parents, you know, to to the whatever degree they were religious, one was Catholic and one was Protestant, right? So yeah. we kind of got the 
the difference between the Catholic and Protestant church is like the Protestant church around here was just the hip one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that was, well, that yeah. was the difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like for, for those of you who are listening, who are not from like the, the, the East and West coast in the United States, like growing up uh Catholic, usually the, the break in those two things is that like the, the, the Protestants tend to be just, you know, plain mayonnaise white and the Catholics are, you know, Irish or Jew or, uh, or Italian. Or or whatnot, right? Right. Or 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 or, uh, or the lighter side of Hispanic. Yeah, we we yeah, just right. we just had cookie cutter white. Yeah, well, we're both because we're also partially French and German, which kind of assimilated into regular white faster than the Mediterranean white. Right, and our church was kind of mostly the same kind of people. There wasn't well, we the whole a, there there yeah, was there was the ethnic later on, but remember, I I always tell people this not as a joke but just kind of how amazing it was outside of school i played baseball with spanish kids black kids chinese kids you know korean um, dominican you know it didn't matter but in school in sacred heart yeah there was not a person that wasn't a white kid until i was in fourth grade yeah yeah and it was a big deal they had an assembly about it yeah like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not let let's let's not let's not mince words about this. Catholic private schools in the East Coast was keep your to- ki- keep your kids away from the kids that don't look like them. Yeah. By by the time we by the time we got there, because Catholic, Catholic private schools are generally also the most affordable private schools. Yeah. Catholic private Catholic private schools. You set is is where. Uh, you know the Italian and Irish moms and dads send their kids send their kids so that they can uh, imagine that they are, despite being in the same class and the same neighborhood, still somehow separate from the black and Hispanic kids. Yep, <laughs> that 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 is the enti- that's the entire purpose of Catholicism carving itself out as a racial identity in urban areas is it's it's for white pe- it, it's for ethnic white people to carve themselves out as separate from the rest of the non-white working class so and but we but we were mainly there because it was a way to go to a private school without uh paying private school like you know like uh full-on private school which is you know what fine fine because at the time the rest of the Lynn public school system kind of sucked oh no it was garbage it, it made yeah. it made it made a lot of sense yeah um, by the time you got there the Lynn public school system was actually better because we'd had like a Democrat governor for a couple of years right. and, and they'd had some money in it but for a while like when I was first there Massachusetts was in one of those periods where we had a, a Republican governor for a good long time and we weren't spending money on anything and our schools were dog shit. Right. So, so like, if I wanted to go to a decent school that had a, a computer lab and, you know, like, good equipment for the sports teams, you know, I went to, you know, a Catholic uh, grade school. So, there you go. And fine. You know, I'm not, like, giving mom and dad shit about that. No. I'm not, not giving them shit about the, that. The, yeah. And the point of this isn't to give shit. It's just to be, you know... It's it, it's it's yeah. interesting because we, you know, I don't know anything else, but at least I got to go to public high school. But right. you know, we'll get into that. But I mean, to paint the picture for you guys, I just want the people to listen to this to to understand. This was full on, you know, black dockers, white shirt, plaid yeah. tie, 
girls in the plaid Catholic school uniforms. And when they the got ju- to the jumper, the and jumper, when they the got to jumper. fourth grade, they went upstairs and they got to wear the older kid outfits, which I think it became a green tie instead yeah. of plaid. And then yeah. the girls were in the green jumpers that, oh, no, was now two inches below their knee instead yeah. of down at their ankles. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. so you still had uh-huh. a teacher who was a nun. Yes, I did. I had two. I had two teachers that were nuns. Well, you had – was Sister Mary Beatrice still a teacher when you went through? She sub-teached a She lot. sub-taught for me in kindergarten, but Sister yeah. Teresa was your seventh grade teacher. Yeah, she was senile. Do you know what was fucking crazy? By the time I got into sixth grade there, she was the school nurse. <laughs> so she was yeah. the one, like, checking, yeah. like, our spines and crap yeah. like that. It didn't make any sense because she wasn't a nurse. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, she's a bride of Christ, Chris. Bride of Christ. Bride um, of Christ. So this is where things get a little weird, and I want to preempt this by, I need just to get the topic off the table, neither you and I, I don't think we're privy to hearing, I don't think our school, either of them, had anything between priests and students go on. There was an accusation towards um, a uh, an older priest at uh, Saint Mary's. Was there? Was, I uh, I didn't I didn't hear about this. Okay. It, it it was it was not related to altar boys. It was something about um, an affair with um, outside of the priesthood that um, he did uh, have to leave the parish or whatnot. But I don't remember any details of it beyond that. Well, there was one at Sacred Heart. Yeah. But yeah. again, it was not. And again, does it make it any better if it's not a student? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But um, no. um, one second. But we were. Is she we, out of bed? Sarah? What? Not yet. All right. Ava made a noise. Okay. Is she still out of bed? No. Just one second, Bob. It's okay. Okay, um, so what was I going to say? Uh, so it doesn't make it any better, you know. But still, I never felt, I never felt in danger with the priests. You were an altar boy, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I was an altar boy, and and you know we did we didn't know that right. Aeneas was going. Now, that having been said, you know this this was a different time. To- this was a different time. Yes, like th- th- this this you know like it was a when people say it was a different time, like. The, the degree to which the conversation, like, between, you know, around adults and, and kids, and especially guys talking to other guys about, you know, you know who's a queer, who's not a queer, and, and whatnot, you know, the general assumption, especially by the time I got to, like, you know, 7th or 8th grade, was that any guy who was, like, under the age of 60 who goes into the priesthood is a gay dude trying to hide from his parents. Right. And right. And it was it was just it was, was just assumed and that, it was, that, that, that all the priests were gay. It's funny because the joke yeah. I mean the joke that you told with like your schoolyard buddies, you know, before any of these accusations ended up coming out, you know, when we were on our way out of Catholic school yeah. was the joke was always, oh, you know, don't be alone with the priest. You know what I mean? But yeah, right. but that was but always was, yeah. But it was, I, it was kind of like well, a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of a thing, not well, a... It, well, it was, and it was also that now extremely regrettable thing where, you know, in 80s and 90s, 
you conflated gay guys with pedophiles. And, and yes. it, like it's it's bullshit and it's awful and it's wrong and it sucks. But eighties eighties and nineties, like the locker the the locker room humor thing, you know, you know, was that you conflated gay guys and if not pedophiles, then then like uh, like th- there wasn't a line in your head separating you know, a regular gay dude from, uh, you know, uh, a chicken hawk, you know, do, you know, dudes who chased after teenagers. Right. Exactly. Which, which, which is bullshit and it's wrong. And I really hate that that was ever like a part of my sense of humor, but you know, yeah, the nineties, the nineties was disgusting for humor. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> yeah. When, 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 yeah. But yeah, when I was a piece of shit in eighth grade and was telling piece of shit, eighth grader jokes, you know, yeah, that was, you know, like the homophobic joke about priests was, oh yeah, all priests is gay, and uh, if you're an altar boy, you got to watch yourself. So we didn't know. But like when when the spotlight thing was happening and whatnot, yeah, that broke all around us. I I was like, look, we were both. Con- were you confirmed by Cardinal Law? I was. Yes, I was. Yeah, so we were both confirmed by Cardinal Bernard Law. I met the, him course, several yeah. times. Yeah, I I knew that guy. I, I I you know I I had coffee with that motherfucker. Yep. You know, so yeah, so yeah, that dude that that dude should be rotting in prison. He's not. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Basically got off scot-free because the Catholic Church is covering it up, but that's another thing. But, like, yeah, all that... But since we're talking about going to Catholic school in Boston, people have seen Spotlight, they're going to ask, yes, we know Cardinal Law. Yeah. No, shook his hand. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, fuck him, but yeah, I know him. I was, like, six when I did it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know him. Fuck him. But, you know, yeah. Um, So... So... I know some of the guys that Spotlight is about, like the journalists. Right, right. You know, like, I, like yeah, because, you know, I'm, I work in journalism in Boston, so, like, you know, those are people I know. <laughs> so, you know. So, this is, you know, we, we talk about well, when did it start getting weird. It never really got weird. Um, yeah. But things about it were weird. Like, this is The a whole thing, thing is weird. Is, but this is a thing I never liked. We, yeah. our parents paid tuition for us to go there. Right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Great. You know, whatever. Um, But then if we didn't go to church on Sundays, the priests would notice. And you think this was like a joke that they tell you like, oh, Santa's watching. No, no. They'd come back in class and hand out a fucking tuition demerit to the student (laughs) and shame them in front of the class to bring home to their parents. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to pay an extra 250 bucks because your kid hasn't been in church every Sunday. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. And we still didn't go to church every Sunday. No, we didn't. Because, you know, be, because, be, because fuck if mom and dad were going to get up on Sunday morning. No, and I played baseball. Yeah. And you know what I mean? <laughs> we had practice. I, I, I just didn't want to go. No, I got us out of that and became an altar boy. Exactly. As soon as one of the kids yeah. did altar service, they didn't give two shits. Oh, yeah. Well, and your grandmother was very happy. And if you guys, if you worked funerals and weddings, they paid you, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Now here's the thing. This this is like this. This wasn't the reference at the time. Like at the time, it was very hard to explain to people who were not Catholic what it was like to be Catholic, because like being a Christian is is just being a Christian. Because like if you're in it or out of it, like even the people who are like like those evangelicals that are super super devout about it, it's still just a thing that's in the book and it's hypothetical. And God lives up in the sky, and you talk about him when you're in church, but otherwise you live in the real world. But if you're Catholic. And like, it's basically like Harry Potter. Yeah, it's it, like it really, you're, is your one hundred percent right? 
is is like your real fucking life because Catholicism has all of these tools and magic spells and actual pieces of stuff. Like all this stuff that like regular Christianity, you know, like literally went to war with Catholicism about because they thought it was witchcraft is stuff that they do. Like if you're an altar boy and you go there, they're like, no, this is this this is a magic cup and if we put this watered down wine into it it turns into jesus's blood because i moved my hand over it in a certain so, way so dude and here's this tablet and we light it on fire and you say a magic spell and it's it's like at the time harry potter wasn't a thing that existed but like the reference point for this now is like going to catholic school and having this go on was like being in harry potter and here's the thing if you're into like horror movies and like you know fantasy role-playing stuff it gets scary as shit because you go to see like the exorcist right oh and, yeah like and and get like your balls scared off because like linda blair is like spinning her head around and has the devil crawling around inside of her and twisting her head around and stuff and like everyone else gets to go home and 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 you know think like Oh man, that 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 shit's not real. That's not how that happens and whatnot. Whereas in, if you're Catholic, you go back in and they're like, "No, that's exactly what it is. That that's that's a hundred percent real. That happens." Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Yeah. So so now that you bring up like the weird altar boy stuff, right? It's like I yeah, I'm starting to think things that I believe are commonplace. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Just right. because I I learned them, I knew them. This was normal shit we learned about. Those yeah. of you that are either Catholic and didn't know this or mm -hmm. have seen a Catholic mass and see like the Pope or the priest kiss the altar, the little part yeah. in the middle, and don't know what the fuck that's all about, I will tell you, yeah. in yeah. every single altar, in every yeah. single Catholic church, there is a piece of bone from a saint embedded in the middle of the altar. And that is yeah. what the priest is kissing. And I am not fucking around. There are human no, no, remains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dead guy. Dead guy. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's under like a piece of marble or some shit, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wild. Oh, it's this wild. gets weirder and weirder. I feel like I've just come out of a cult and I'm like being like told to go back through this shit. So Bob, you yeah. might you might not be able to do this, but um uh -huh. I I have a little parlor trick that I like to play that really freaks people the fuck out, especially especially if they're actually religious, because even they don't know this crap. Right. Um, but I, because it was beaten into our heads through memorization, will now will now do for the entire internet every yeah. book in the New Testament off the top of my head. Okay, go, because I can't do this anymore, you ready? so you go for it. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Letter to the Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, Book of James, First and Second Peter, First and Second Third John, Jude, Revelation. You're welcome. Yeah, all right. Wow. I'm 34 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I got. Man, I got. I got to learn how to do that again because I. I, I will guarantee that like there's there 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 that that there there's like some goth chick out there that'll get like like super wet for that. I used to be able to do the Old Testament too, but those books are weird. Well, there's a lot of those, Dude, too. Dude, that song, the song that made us memorize the New Testament was sang by Jody Benson. The Little ben, Mermaid. Ben. Jo Jody Berenson? Whatever Benson. her name was. Little Mermaid. I is, thought it was Jody Benson. Is it Benson or Berenson? I have no idea, but she sung all that crap. Yeah, yeah. Isn't is Yeah, well, she... Well, 
now now she she records a lot of christian songs is she like a christian recording artist or does she just do it because that's really good money i think it's because it's really good money i have no it's idea it's gotta be really good money. i don't know yeah but yeah so well, could, yeah so so back to the we- <laughs> back to the weird shit because this is just weird yeah. um is that all the weird shit that happened in elementary school well, I mean, I think that's probably all the weird Catholic shit that happened in elementary school. There's a lot of weird shit that happened in elementary school. Some of it I'm not talking about on this. No, podcast. no, exactly. I, I, I didn't. There's this. There's things that I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but are there things? Um, let's see. Oh yeah, dude. So, yeah. so that, so then there was high school. So I went high school. Yeah. Sacred Heart went till eighth grade. You stuck through it till the eighth grade because your whole class basically stuck through it till the eighth grade. When, some of it yeah when yeah. i got to sixth grade we were a 32 kid class that was nine i think we're going to be left in it when we yeah. got out of sixth grade everyone dispersed yeah. so i went to the catholic high school which had mm-hmm. a catholic junior high school which had mm-hmm. still not been remodeled so it was still in the old decrepit falling apart girls high school oh uh, yeah yeah on the other side of of St. Mary's. Now that shit was ha- that shit was haunted as fuck. Yes, it was. So I was in seventh grade there, and yeah. you were in ninth grade. Yeah. And the school, the high school, was being run by an Italian mobster. <laughs> um, do, I'm not, do we want to say he? I, I don't I'm not going to use name, names. We no, can, and, we, can, we can both agree that this guy's name might as well have been like. Like, like, he had a regular name, but, like, if you saw him and I said his name, you would be amazed that his name was not, that his middle name wasn't The. Yeah, exactly. Like, The Fist, or The or the Ham, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his, his, and man, his, he sweated yeah. when he sat. <laughs> like, yeah. this guy. This, the, yeah, this guy, well, the, the principal and vice principal of this place, they were both, uh... You know, they, 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 they like, they, like, if I told you, if I showed you a photo of these guys, it looks like, like, the, the principal guy, he looked like an evil Jackie Gleason. It's 100% it. Like, like an evil, not, uh, not Honeymooners era Jackie Gleason. I mean, like, Buford T. Justice era Jackie Gleason, but not trying to be Southern, like, keeping it Italian. Yeah, you know? and, and looking With, like if he was playing, like, the evil doppelganger of him or something like that. Yeah, yeah like, you know, big, big bushy mustache, you know, the the slick the slicked back going bald hair, you know, like, suit that's too expensive, you know, for being a, a, a principal at uh, a high school, you know, like... He would like sit down in a ch- intimidate like one of those guys who was like fat, but also you know like like that Samo hung fat you know where they're big but like they can move and you're intimidated by yeah, them. kingpin kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the comic book kingpin, yeah. not like the the Vincent D'Onofrio where it's like a, a per well, like like a human person. You know, like this dude was just a big, intimidating looking motherfucker. I. I never saw him smoke a cigar, but he looked like he would have. He would. He would he probably. He sounded smoke. like he did. He sounded like he did, and the, and the thing is, he's a, a principal at a Catholic high school, and he would get so mad about nothing, about things like that, because it just seemed like that was his disposition, and he would get really mad, but he wouldn't be able to express his anger 
because right. he can't like he can't swear and or, I or, hit, or hit children. Yeah, well, <laughs> so so he so he would either say, so he would either say and and like a bunch of the other like the older teachers and older nuns also spoke Italian, so he also couldn't like default down into Sicilian curse words, you know. So, so like he he couldn't do that. So like he would sit there at like assemblies and struggle, you know, like like uh, like like the scenes in in my cousin Vinny where you can tell that you know, like Joe Pesci is trying to keep it PG thirteen for the movie, you know, and just get down into you little mother with your little goo guts <laughs> and your mm, and and your mother mm, and your, how can you little best? Mm, I just what the. Such, such a good <laughs> version the, of him. And the eyes would be bugging out of his head, and that's what you pointed out. And he had this little shrimp of a uh, of a vice principal, also Italian, little tiny guy, full head. looked looked like looked like Italian John Edwards, tiny little Italian John Edwards, you know, with a full head of hair that had gone like you know. Like uh, salt and pepper gray, but was still attached to his head, you know. Who was like wiry little guy with a big round Alfred E. Newman head, you know. Who would be like spazzing out behind him, you know, watching us all try not to laugh at this, you know, big Sicilian gorilla, you know, having a heart attack right in front of us, and the vice principal would be, you know, off to the side pointing doing the two fingers at the eyes one finger at you at every single person in the audience one by one you know like mr payone sit mr uh, anthony payone mr johansson down mr Martini, sit down mr johnny sit down mr johnny sit linda sit the hell that i see you office 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 like making notes like he's there and, and he was like a full three people smaller than the principal, but sitting there like uh, like salacious crumb, you know, j- yeah. just 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 like pointing at everyone, making sure that everything was all right. Like little Eric Bischoff. That's now, Eric when, Bischoff when, is the perfect. Yes. Yeah. Like perfect. Eric, yeah. This cor- was that correlation. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the height of uh, this. Actually, I think I was out of school by the time uh, like WCW and, and WWE. No, but I was not. Oh, thing. man. Yeah. My my friend in yeah, seventh, yeah. eighth and ninth grade was so fucking in to that shit. Yeah. 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 So. So. But yeah. So this is like I'm not exaggerating. This was the performance that we would get out of this. I, I remember you were you were out of uh, out of, I think, the school by the time. That uh, that this happened that I I would get I had a lot of uh, well no I, I was remember of, yeah. I was there seventh eighth and ninth grade I right. I left in ninth grade because they yeah. made me take algebra one two years in a row and when right, I yeah. looked into it they had fired the geometry teacher and yeah. I said to mom and dad I go look it I want to be an engineer I am yeah. now a year behind all of my peers in math right I yeah. am going to drop out. Yeah. And they sent me to the public high school classical, which used yeah. to be across the street from St. Mary's, arguably in a really bad part of town. I can see why they didn't want us going to school in this area. But then they sent us to St. Mary's They're You know, they're all in the same place. But yeah. um, classical then moved a five minute walk from our house. They built a yeah. new version of it. It's a which is freaking, no... it is sinking. Yes, it, it, it was, it, it, it was sinking. It, is sinking. it was sinking. Then. It's. It was sinking then, yeah, because they they built you know, it no. on 
friggin' uh, clay pits and, and which are on fire, and which are on fire constantly. Which is on, on which is an underground fire burning underneath the clay pits, which is burning underneath to, my high school. Yeah, uh, underneath a high school, which is adjacent to a a low income housing cul de sac. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just this I is, wanted uh... to get into that now 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 <laughs> mind you seventh grade yeah. in St Mary's and again right. the school has improved big time it's just it's kind of what we talked about before this isn't to shame or condemn it's just the type yeah. of students whose parents were sending them to these Catholic schools was not the cream of the crop you know the cream of the crop were going to St John's Prep you know yeah, no, and places these, yeah, like no. that these kids yeah, no, were the... the kids in other cities who were troubled kids. They were parents, thugs. They were thugs, exactly. They were thugs. And they were thugs. I, I saw lines of cocaine being snorted in the bathroom my first day of seventh grade. I oh, didn't yeah. see any shit like that in public high school. Everyone no. was doing it, but they oh, weren't yeah. stupid enough to bring it into fucking school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, this was chaos. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but so I left after ninth grade. Um, you were still there, though. So, oh, so yeah. you, as you were saying, well, I was. I I happened to be there. This is as a a an illustrative story of of this uh, the angry principal. Uh, I I had friends that I had um, a lot of losers. Uh, good guys, good guys, but losers. I was a loser at the time, uh, but I was a loser who stayed out of serious trouble for a lot of it, and it, and I would often get called at night uh on our our house phone because cell phones didn't exist yet nope so like and and i didn't have my own phone line because uh you know our father was not gonna pay for a separate phone line are you kidding now he was the kind of guy that had the cable rigged from one place all throughout the house yeah yeah like our sister wasn't getting her own phone line i definitely wasn't getting my own phone i'm surprised they like katie outside the house Exactly. Speak, so, <laughs> speaking of that, as a small, slight tangent, I want to talk to her about being on this sometime. Yeah, yeah. I think we could great. totally geek out about the Power Rangers or something with her. For... Yeah, I, I think I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think right. that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I get I would get these calls from my loser friends because they would get into loser trouble and then want they would my get help into get, loser getting trouble. Well, well, because they'd want my help getting out of it, and sometimes I'd be able to help them, and sometimes I wouldn't. So I get this call one night. Was this one of the Hogans? No, this is not one of the Hogans. This is not. This is not one. Of, you're gonna have to cut that out, man. This, that, that's 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 a name. Ah, that's fuck like, it. Like, that's okay. Fine. All they right. own half the bars in the city. It's fine. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> we love the Hogans. Good no, I never said. I'm just saying. Was yeah. it one of the Hogans again that you had to help? That's all I'm getting at. Yeah. Angels forever. I but, had uh, I had Hogan's in my grade. I've hell yeah. I have been to that house. Oh, I've yeah. been inside of it. It's fine. Good dudes. Good dudes. They're awesome. Yeah. I, I I remember when half the St. Mary's football team got to go to a Hell's Angels funeral and uh they yep. thought it was the greatest thing they'd ever seen. Yeah, my uh, a, a buddy of mine told- a buddy of mine I went to St. Mary's with um lived next door to the to the Angels house. And yeah. so we used to go hang out there a lot and actually <laughs> the um me and my wife, when we started going out again, I had invited yeah. her to a party at that kid's house, and we were hanging out out front with the Angels. Nice. So there yeah. you go. Good there guys. Go. Yeah. What's that? That's, I think, what's that? What's the guy's name? Uh, the biker on Bob's Burgers? Creature? Mud, uh, Mudflap? Yeah, Mudflap. Creature is um. Creature is also a character on there, right? Yeah. Well, it's a, what's, what's, what's mud flap. Like, what? What? Like one of the pads were? Oh, that's for winning the fight. That's for winning the fight. Uh, that one's for not 
being affiliated with the white power movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, so, so, anyway, so I, no, this was about a football team that uh, I got a call from an idiot friend at like 3 a.m. I pick up the phone and the idiot friend goes, Bob, they arrested everyone. <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe they took the whole fucking bar. <laughs> yeah, so this I, I'm not gonna say names. I'm not gonna say names. Like they arrested everyone. What do you mean they arrested everyone? All uh, of let's, them. Let, let's call this guy Tom. What Tom? What do you mean they arrested everyone? They arrested everyone. This goes back and forth. Um, eventually, <laughs> I, t- I, t- I eventually I tell mom to get off the phone. <laughs> I Who, say, mom, who's I, everyone, and why did they get arrested? Yeah, mom, I got it. Just get off the phone. What do you want, Tom? What do you want? And so what had happened was a bunch of fucking football players from my high school, some of whom were friends of mine, some of whom were not, had decided to go and get drunk in the woods. Um, even though there's a national fucking forest in the city of Lynn, getting drunk in the woods for these idiots meant getting drunk next to a highway in Peabody where there are trees. <laughs> because they're stupid. They're in Peabody. So I, another, I, know, I know that yeah. place. So, so so another city, of course you do. So another city over, they had, okay, so mistake number one, mistake number two, also hard drugs, great. Mistake number three, you know, they had all gone there together. So they were in another city. This is during football season, by the way. And this is co- uh, competitive because, why not? It's uh, New England. Uh, they had invited the uh, girls. Mistake number two. Uh, cheerleaders. Now, because, of course, this is a, uh, a, a Catholic high school, uh, the girls who are there who are uh, popular girls do not date men from their own school. Oh, my God. Gross. Like, this is that shit from, like, Clueless, where, where uh, uh, what's it? Cher is uh, her name in Clueless, right? Yes. Where, where, where she considers it, like, absolutely beneath her to fuck anyone from her own school. She, she, she goes, she, she dates college guys. Correct. Like, Catholics, Catholic chicks are exactly the same way in high school. They they do not date guys they go to school with. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That's like that's like dating their brother, <laughs> right? That's that they they just no, they just can't do that. So they have so of course these girls bring other guys with them if they bring guys at all. Mistake number three. So they're drinking in the woods, hard drugs, girls. One of the girls has brought a guy with them. Uh, some cops show up because there's the a large number of a sports team from a lo- from another local school shows up, and they all get arrested. And and there's an arrest made of a lot of people because one of the guys that the girls have brought apparently this is the story as has been told to me was had an outstanding warrant. Yeah, is is how this all went out. So Tom, who has called me says they arrested everyone bob i got away apparently tom had stayed exactly sober enough to grab someone and flee for his car down the hill and calls me saying what do you want me to do do you have money no i don't have money (laughs) you're i'm the same age as you you're partying in the woods i'm at home do you think i have money Right. If, if if I even had any money, yeah. I'd be with you. Yeah. If I had, and do you think I'm gonna have money to bail you and the other idiots out of jail? Jesus Christ! So, so they got arrested in a town where one of their dads is a cop. 
whose who's friends then had to bring him to the station and tell him, hey, we got your boy down in lockup. Oh, my God. So his mom and his dad were there. You know, and his dad is yelling at him, and he's hiding behind his mom, and his mom is saying, don't you hide behind me, you um, just What you're imagining is what it is. And we had a whole fucking assembly about it. Yes, yes, with, we with, did. With this, with this red-faced gorilla <laughs> looking, looking as angry as you've ever seen an Italian man look. You know, just, just standing in front of the school... <laughs> Unable to find the words in a spoken modern human language <laughs> to, to, you know, to convey not just his anger and disappointment, but his bewilderment that anyone would do this. Like, like he, like, like he's not just mad. He's not just disappointed. He wants, like, what, like he, he. he the only English words that come out of his mouth as he's standing in front of them look like... And the thing is, you have to imagine, is that the gestures in his hands, it didn't occur to me until much later, is that he always spoke with one hand in a partially closed fist and the other hand wide open gesturing. And it didn't occur to me until later that the reason that the other hand was partially closed was because in his mind there really should be a bat in that other hand. <laughs> oh like my the, god. Like, I'm trying so hard not to say yeah, his name. Right, right. Like, he's so angry that the only way that speaking like this makes sense to him is to imagine that he is De Niro in The Untouchables Who? holding the baseball bat. Was and, it the and a principal in Beavis and Butthead that he reminded me of? Uh, that would, Vicar. Yeah, that yeah. would just put the Yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's like he's having oh, an aneurysm. No. Yeah, yeah. Except that dude was like all way almost half dead. I never thought this guy was gonna like kill over dead. I thought he was finally going to snap and just literally charge <laughs> Lay the <matrix>. someone out. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it would be it would be like what's the 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 rhino from from Spider Man, you know, he the, just he, charges he, the bleachers, just sends just, just, kids just, flying like bullet pins. Yeah, just 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 starts running into people, just like starts grabbing guys by the scruff of the neck two at a time, and just starts throwing shaking people. them. What <laughs> yeah, the just, hell is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, just 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 grabbing them and yelling, just what are you doing? Oh my god! Think about your mother. Think about your mother. Oh my god, this was a lot yeah. more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, so so that was yeah that, that was the high school. And then we would all go to church. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. part we didn't even touch on at all. We all went to church. Yeah, after, after these assemblies and things, they would have, like, priests who, you know, would be standing off to the side watching this guy, you know, lose their mind and probably having all kinds of terrible flashbacks about their own fathers. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, and and you know, you know, just just standing there in their little long. Uh, some of them would have the long deacons' robes, and you know, or or they're the cool young priest, you know, with the biceps and the. Uh, we had you know, the guy you know, who rode the motorcycle. Yeah, the biceps on uh, the motorcycle. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the cool young priest, or or the one black priest who's always from Botswana or something. Yeah, you know, who comes over and he's just like, I'm starting to have second thoughts about this whole Christianity thing. Yeah. And he says that to the students. <laughs> yeah. I'll um, be honest, I'm, 
I'm starting to think that white Jesus is a little fucked up. <laughs> white Jesus. Um. So, what was I gonna say? The yeah. A cool tidbit. Um. Yeah. For for anyone from the Massachusetts area, um, we do have someone that actually ended up becoming fairly successful. I mean, a lot of guys, yeah. a lot of guys yeah. from your class and my class ended up being fairly successful. But one in particular, because so I being a young, um, impressionable dude was way into uh, ska music, um, hmm. the American ska, you know, the punk ska um, type of thing. And right in the cusp of that wave, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, the, you know, Less Than Jake's and Everyone of the World, oh, that was kind of like what all the local bands were, you know, were either punk bands or hardcore metal bands or ska bands when we were growing up. And our buddy, yeah. our buddy John Frederick um, oh, buff, yeah. was in a band called Dow Jones and the Industrials. And yeah, the yeah. cool thing about Dow Jones and the Industrials, outside of them having an awesome name and actually being quite good, if anyone had heard yeah. of them, was that they yeah, would really. always they would always play our assemblies. Yeah, yeah, they did. They good. were like the school band, so they yeah, you'd yeah. have like you know Dow Jones and the Industrials singing like the, the their like you know like because our, our we were the Spartans, so they'd be like you know Spartans on the warpath, and they'd have like the trumpets going and everything. It's yeah, like oh, yeah, this is awesome. Pretty cool. And yeah, yeah. he ended up in his solo work getting some songs and some movie soundtracks. He did um, yeah. down the line, which I guess that's what he's still doing. So didn't he? Didn't he get onto the Digimon soundtrack? Digimon. Feel, that was the first think, big think, one. Yeah, I, I I think they were in the Digimon movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just really cool. I I yeah. figured I'd mention that the little name dropping. Um, they yeah, actually they actually dedicated yeah. a song to me at a show one time. But hey, that's Bob oh, Chipman's wow. brother. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. They were the you know only playing churches. That's basically the only places they ever played. Um, yeah, good guys. Good they guys. were very good guys. Um, yeah. So one one last thing on the Catholic thing because so, hold well, on. Did did you ever have as a substitute teacher or just a thing going through like the whole Catholic school thing? Did you ever have hot nun? Hot nun. Hot nun. No. Like like was that was that ever a thing? No. Because no because this is like a because this is like a thing that like people think is like still a thing. Like when you get like of, the Julie like, Andrews like, age, like showing up and yeah, like the the, uh, the 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 novitiate thing where like they send the nuns that aren't nuns yet, and they're like in their twenties and they don't know that they're that they're nuns yet, so they're like you know they're like decent looking or or whatnot just because they're yeah younger that and didn't and happen yeah I I think I've only ever actually seen one and she was just kind of okay looking. Huh. You know, like, like we, I mean, and, and listen, and, and I'm talking like I was in high school where literally everything looks good, Yeah. you know, because, because you're, because you're in high, because you're in high school and, but like, but like, cause this is like to dispel a myth, like this is a thing that people think is a thing about like Catholic school because in the sixties and seventies, that's what they would make the novitiate nuns do is that they would go and, uh, I think this is like deliberately fucking with people's heads, you know. Is like he's like, yeah, we'll send the we'll 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 send these uh you know people who are technically women, right? But the whole point is that we're putting them in in the uh, the costume that eventually says this is completely off limits because Jesus owns it, you know. We're gonna send them to teach you know horny uh ho- you know horny high school boys. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't gonna fuck with their heads at all, and and that's what they would do, right? And then, and then, you know, we'll turn, like, Sound of Music and a couple other, and Black Narcissus into, like, you know, the big hit nun movies and and just mess with everyone's head but what forever. Ab- what about Sister Act? 
I think wasn't only one of the nuns in Sister Act who who was an actual nun hot. Yeah, the the redheaded, right? The young redheaded. Right. Because it was the redhead and then Kathy and Jimmy, who's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the Whoopi Goldberg, were, and then the rest of them were old. Yeah, right. and, and and Whoopi Goldberg was very attractive at the time too. Yeah. People, yeah, people forget this. No, like, she when, really, like, she really was, and, and no, it was like, believable Whoopi... that she was playing like the showgirl. You know. Yeah. What I mean? No. When, when, yeah. When like of the many things Hollywood couldn't figure out to do with Whoopi Goldberg when she when she got to movies was when they first put her in movies was that it was like oh yeah I'm uh, I'm a comedian I'm really funny I'm black and I'm also you know not bad looking at all. You know, and and they never figured out what to do with her because she wouldn't like slot into one role. But uh, yeah, no, the uh, the I forget who played the part because I don't know if she liked it. This is going to turn out to be someone famous, but it was yeah, the novitiate nun was the good looking nun in Sister Act because she still had the the bangs, right? The and they were and they were taking her out like you know like karaoke and stuff and yeah 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 they do they do all that. But wow, that was a weird fucking series of movies. You know what was so weird about Sister Act is that they were fairly racy. Yeah, you, yeah, they and were yet, a, a and yet, bit. we were made. We watched them in school all the freaking time. They well, couldn't because, get enough of showing us those freaking movies. Well, those well, and Greeks. Oh yeah, yeah, The song that yeah. has a real pussy wagon in it. Yeah, yeah. Greece. Yeah, yeah. But anywho, and yeah, and the and the song lyric about did she put up a fight? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, uh, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna just yeah. race right past oh, all of that. Um, so Still I, I want to get a, it's a great movie. I want to get away from yeah. the Catholic school thing, but um, I, I hope <laughs> I hope that answered yeah. people's questions enough. I wanted to bring up one thing though that's always bugged me, and I wanted to know if you noticed it. Um, yeah. So I hadn't really gone to church, church, yeah. again after I left in ninth grade. Um, yeah. and that was around I think that you were done in senior year, so we never really went to church, church again outside of, you know being confirmed yeah. and funerals and other people's confirmations and weddings and stuff. So I hadn't really spent time like looking at like the missalette, which is the book full of, you know, here's what you say at this time of year and here's the songs yeah. for this kind of thing. Yeah. But so I decided to, to look at it and this was yeah. a few years back and this uh -huh. was around the time of, I don't even know what they called it, but you know, it, it it had in the front brand new big changes, and it it's like they were trying to you know get you know a different clientele, you know, because people aren't showing up. So I was like, okay, what did they do? Did they did they dumb it down? Did they try to make it more hip? And this is what really struck me. Uh -huh. So there's a bit where they talk about you know Jesus and he he died for you and he's given up himself. The blood of the everlasting covenant, which will be shed yeah. for you and for all. Very big emphasis on the all, so that your sins may be forgiven. Now, right. I read this missalette, and what does it say? It says, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant, which will be shed for you and for some. Huh. That really fucked my shit up. Because, weird. Yeah. because everything we learned... Mm -hmm. You know, despite all the bullshit, you know, whatever it's real or not, I won't even get into that. But everything we learned is that the whole point of him doing that was to forgive everybody. The people that yeah. killed me, the people that are going to do bad, the people that were born yeah. as sinners, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So why would it be for some? Now, I read, read it recently at another funeral, and it's been changed now to you and for many, which I guess is better. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah, yeah. that seemed very exclusive. 
to that, me. Yeah, that's that that's got to be like some rats and rat, rats and burger. Yeah, I didn't I didn't was. like that at all, man. Like that like really pope. skeeved me out. Yeah, yeah the, the pope who was like they had like the bad pope for a while, and now we have like the less bad pope. Yeah, we have the pope that's cool with the gays. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the yeah, like every every once in a while, like he he still has like all the regular bad pope stuff, but like every once in a while, like 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 the pope displays like the bare minimum of twenty first century. Right, he's cool with the gays, and he hates and... Donald Trump. Right, that's the two yeah. things. Yeah, like. it's like a yeah, it's like a big news story. Like he he behaves like you know a little bit like actual Christ, and people are like, oh my god, the pope, he's so magical. Yeah, it's better than what we had before. Um, now, it's like at, at at some point Catholicism is going to admit what Catholicism actually is now, and like they're just going to have like a like a, a Spanish pope, and like everyone's going to lose their fucking mind. That would actually be kind of awesome. It would be pretty cool. Like if if they're going to be real about it, the Pope, like if, if they're going to represent like you know the demographics of Catholicism, the Pope should be from South America. He yeah, should, he should be like a Mexican dude or a guy from El Salvador or uh, or something. It would be awesome. You I know? mean, I mean, well, there's probably going to be a genocide in Brazil. So uh, yeah, so so, so yeah, should... fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah that, oh that my god. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. so back on to happier things. So that, that gets us out of Catholicism. So Bob, I wanted to talk about yeah. you. I want to talk about you for a minute. Um, okay. you just, yeah. you just came back from the enthusiast gaming expo. I did. Why don't you tell, um, the people what that is? Uh, it was a, uh, games expo in Canada, uh, run by the, uh, company that uh, has acquired the escapist and, uh, several other, uh, gaming, uh, websites, uh, big, uh, games expo in uh, Toronto, Canada. Uh, what I got to see of it was very cool. Uh, I actually uh, got uh, came down with a little bit of exhaustion sickness uh, from the travel and from uh, busting my ass uh, the last uh, couple of days beforehand. Yeah, so, Jesus. So uh, had to, had to miss the uh, the last day of it. Um, well, had to miss the last half of the last day of it, so I didn't get to see quite as much of the show floor as I wanted to. But uh, what I did get to see was really cool, and I had a great time, and it was cool. So who were you hanging out with up there? Was who who went up uh, who went up from uh, the Escapist? I was there with uh, Yahtzee Croshaw and uh, Russ Pitts, so the editor-in-chief of The Escapist and the host of Zero Punctuation, and also me for some reason. (laughs) And also me. Yeah. That's awesome. So so that's, I I just like bringing that stuff up because I'm still so fucking awesomely proud of all this. I think it's really cool. Was a good thing, yeah. All right, so uh, then on to another topic that I guess we could segue in from the Catholicism a little bit. I just finished moments before recording this with you. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, you did. Wowie, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, quite a thing, wasn't it? I, um... Yeah. Holy shit. Like, that was a big one. So people listening to this, I, I hope you watched it. It, um... I, I grew up with Mr. Rogers, so a lot <laughs> of this was not a surprise to me. The, the late night stuff was I didn't know any of that that he was trying to do like primetime stuff for adults and it yeah, just didn't, didn't work, work out but that's so cool but yeah I can't imagine someone born like 1992 1995 I mean do they even know that people can be made this good anymore well, like I mean, we at least know we forever. at least know he existed you yeah. know what I mean like we I mean we but it just amazes me well, P- this, PBS hey, put, puts it in reruns. And you were 100% right. This movie made me ball my eyes out, and there's nothing sad that happens in it outside of the inevitable, we all know he died, but even that's just kind of coasted by like a, yeah, that happened. But it, yeah. it's really people talking about him 
when he lived that is so sad because he was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, wow, it's uh, this, this is, you, you, you kind of come away thinking it's like, man, I, I, I should really try a lot harder. <laughs> like a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it seems like, uh, it's like, you know, this, this guy did it. You know, he, 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 he was nice to people. And everyone they interview, I, I love that. I mean, they, they didn't really leave any alleyway unturned. They ran into, they, they interviewed a whole bunch of people. Like, that yeah. the thing was, okay, everybody that ever interviewed for a while just wanted to know if he was gay. Because all of a sudden, that would be, <laughs> that would be the bad thing. And it's yeah. like, really? Like, you can't be a compassionate, good person and have your sexuality not matter? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, if you're friendly to children oh it's like you said before right if you're gay oh then you're a pedophile and then you can't be around our kids anymore it's like that's not really what that means (laughs) you know um but man unbelievable how great great of a documentary that was it's just a happy movie yeah full of happy things yeah i'm into it i like when they show the really really early stuff because i mean like by the time i came into mr rogers I mean, it, it was, he was like, it was in the late was... 80s early 90s when he was in his his the end of his comeback right that was right a... yeah well it, it was the end of the second wave so we were seeing like the new stuff and also the reruns yeah so, oh like, the super black... old that, mm. that thing they begin it with with him on the piano talking about modulation and talking yeah. about and just sitting there and then he goes you know am i just being too philosophical and it's like he even questions himself like yeah. he goes, am I just above this? Am I thinking like <laughs> it's unbelievable? Yeah, or like the fact that he he's doing a, a PBS kids show with hand puppets in like the early '60s, and like the first thing that he decides to do is uh, okay, we're we're gonna open this thing and and do like a political story first day. First yeah, about about border issues. Okay. Yeah, and war yeah, and what, guns. This, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. We're 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 gonna get right into this. The footage, uh, early, the early footage on. of him post nine eleven, yeah. That when they brought him back because the show had been off the air for ten years, yeah, you know, or eight yeah. years or something. They brought him back and put him in front of the camera, and he just couldn't even. He said a really nice thing, but couldn't talk about it directly, and then just played something on the piano and smiled. It's just yeah. like he, he like to see Fred Rogers broken by something. Yeah was just unbelievable. And again, we, we go back, you know, the Catholicism thing we were talking about. This guy was a minister. He was an yeah. ordained minister, and he felt this was the better way to just be. It never came up on the show. There's never a, anything about, you know, hey, I'm this, and I do this, and God this, and God that. It's just like, be a good yeah. friggin' person. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Like, why can't you just be a good person? I mean, yeah. even even the stuff that you could hold as a slight, where, like, the guy... um what was his name? The, uh, the police officer guy that worked yeah. for him that was gay and came out to him about it or had been found, you know, at a gay club when he told him you can't do that anymore. It wasn't like he wasn't saying it to him and being like, and I'm ashamed of you for that. It's just like, I don't know how this is going to affect this gig, which is a shitty yeah. way to be. But then he made full good on it. And the guy still thinks he's a saint. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it's, it's like it's, it's like, oh, this is where it's going to get weird. And then it's like, no, nope, as soon as as soon as it gets to the one negative thing we can find to say about the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the only person who could conceivably hold like a tiny grudge has no about grudge. something th- th- thinks he's like, no, no, this was this, 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 this was my surrogate father. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really quite a quite a thing. Yeah. I saw that at a film festival you know, full of film critics here in Boston. So like 
with so it's a bunch of college kids and movie journalists are the most cynical people in the world you know to watch this thing and you know the whole place is in tears at the end of it just kind of well, like okay oh god we, we they, you, you win you win they the really wins. they really move into it really they they abruptly move into like their big point they're going to end it with and yeah. they have all of the interviewees and you'd think you know there's going to be some big poignant thing they all have to say and instead they go to something Mr. Rogers said was think about someone who's helped you in your life just think yeah. for a minute and if you can think about a person for a whole minute, tell me who that person is. And they show all of them, and a couple of them say my mom, a couple of them say this, but then they cut to his kids and the people he worked with, and they just break down. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's the movie ends with interviewees not saying anything. They just all yeah. look at the camera, and they can't function. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's, re- it's really something. I loved that guy, yeah. the, like, the, the like roadie like, tech guy. That they yeah. kept interviewing, like, you know, he, 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 I wish he could just walk out there and tell the kids, don't stop being a dick. And he, and he wouldn't do that. And then, <laughs> then he's like, yeah. I took, took a picture of me with the King Friday mask on with my ass out. And he didn't say very on Fred's camera, but did, because he didn't say anything about it for six months that he showed up at my birthday and got me a full-size poster of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, some, some of the stuff in there has, like, you know, it's, like, become lore about it, you know, like, that, like, the fact that uh, Eddie Murphy was really concerned that, like, Mr. Rogers would be mad at him for and, doing Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, and he thought and, it was the funniest thing. And Mr. Thing. Rogers liked it, and he said, he goes, yeah. here's the, and I liked the point he made of that, he goes, here's the thing, a lot of people made fun of me, and a lot of people made a joke, but what I liked about Eddie Murphy's depiction is it didn't discredit what I was doing, yeah. whereas the rest of them tried to make fun of how nice he was being. And it said yeah, Mr. Robinson's yeah. neighborhood was, what if we did that exact same sh- same shtick, but it was with this guy? You know? yeah, and and yeah. it was a little bit more racy, and he thought it was hilarious. Yeah, like the, the close... A, a thing that, that like, uh, you know, to, to explain how, like, pe- in even by the time of the mid-90s, I remember, like, uh, I mean, and I know we're getting late, so we're probably getting, like, closing in on there. But yeah, I, 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 have, I have one other yeah. thing after this, and right. I'm, I'm going to yeah. hold. <clears throat> I was going to try to talk to you about the new Halloween and Haunting of Hill House on this because it's close to Halloween, but I think right, I'm going to yeah. hold those to the next episode. Right. Um, the Do you remember on In Living Color, like, pr- pr- when In Living Color, they were going to have Jim Carrey do Mr. Rogers because Jim Carrey doesn't do – he does a pretty good Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And he's, he's now doing kind of a variation on it for the show called Kidding – which is about a, a kid's show host who's kind of, like, disturbed. Yep. Uh, which I guess is, people say it's pretty good. I haven't seen it because I don't have Showtime. I've kind of lost but, faith uh, in him, but I'll check it out. I mean, he's he's a good actor. He's just kind of a, you know, he, he sh- should probably get some help. Yeah. But uh, but he, he he's done some funny stuff since. But um, oh, when on Living Color, they had teased for a full week leading up that, that, that their opening sketch was going to be Jim Carrey doing Bad Mr. Rogers. And they they promoted this like it was the Super Bowl that they were gonna have into a, and and because like that was a taboo you just could not do making fun of Mr. Rogers and and the sketches you know Mr. Rogers in like a video store and he's renting pornography and he hits on a woman and he robs the place and it's and it, and he's he never breaks character for it and then he goes outside to like you know buy, pay pay for a call girl. And uh, the woman goes, so are you really Mr. Rogers? And the punchline for the whole thing is he snaps back to Jim Carrey and goes, of course I'm not Mr. Rogers. Like, 
that's, like, that's awesome. Moment, and 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 the audience jumps up on its feet in the live audience and goes up. And and what I remember about like at the time, I thought, okay, funny because he did the whole thing. I was like, it's like what I realize is, like that would seem like a bad payoff in a sketch where you were doing like bad Jesus. Yeah. But here you have to because it's more taboo to like kids who grew up in the nineties to make it's more taboo to make fun of Miss to suggest that Mr. Rogers is not a good guy than it would be to suggest that like Christ is not a good guy. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so that that's that's something. Yeah, it was it was but a yeah, fantastic that, documentary. It is. It really is. So that, so that well, that, that has to win. That that has to win this year. It better. It better. Yeah. So so the thing I wanted to end on because I think yeah. um it, it's a cool culmination and it's happened in the last two months and we haven't got to talk about it. I know you've done a whole show on it, but we've right. been we've talked about James Gunn a lot on this, so we don't yeah. have to go too much in depth. But um, you know, in all the talk of uh, Marvel rehiring him, um, you know, DC went ahead and hired him. <laughs> yes. So uh, I guess what we've learned now is I guess it's a a. A reboot of Suicide Squad is what I've been hearing. A possible Possibly, reboot. No, no one seems to know what is going because there hasn't been a DC movie since uh, Justice League, and we we don't we don't know. I'm not sure where Aquaman lands in the timeline. Oh God, I can't wait to see that. That looks that looks like a lot of fun. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, it uh, well you know we don't know that I don't know if that's before or after Justice League. I think it's after. I think it has to be after. I hope so. Yeah, I I would I would I I would really hate that it's like you know oh I guess uh, now I've got this movie out I've I've got this adventure out of the way now I have to go do some shit nobody cares about. <laughs> but uh, you know I mean I guess not because like the payoff to like the end trailer now is that like he gets the regular Aquaman costume and it looks awesome. Yeah, like, it does. I, I it's yeah. such a that and the Wonder Woman costume or yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, continuous middle fingers to you can't make them look like comic books. No, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Just try. Yeah, they look good. They look good. But uh, yeah, so I don't like. No one seems to know what they're gonna go ahead and do. And I guess we won't until that Flash movie. Like like the next Wonder Woman movie is another prequel. So yeah, it takes place in the year of my birth, nineteen eighty four. That's yeah. right. So yeah, saw a little of it at Comic Con. Looks fun. So we'll see. But, so yeah, uh, but so so yeah, we're gonna get a Suicide Squad movie produced, written, and maybe directed by James Gunn. So there you go. Maybe, maybe. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think that's uh, it's well suited for him. Uh, I want to like no one knows what it's gonna be. No one knows if it'll well, be the same actors. It's incredibly no well suited for him, considering the the Suicide Squad trailer for the movie they made, which made us all think it was going to be a good movie, was yeah. basically the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. What, whatever Suicide Squad was originally going to be, Warner Brothers tried to sell it as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, so, they did. So we'll we'll see what this is going to be, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of the the Warner Brothers uh, DC fans are, are upset about this. So we'll see. I like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. I ho- I hope it works. I still hope he comes back to Guardians in some degree. Uh, we won't know until they say whether or not they're going to use all of that script. And I told you, I, as as I've said before, I will not see that movie if it's not his script. So yeah, uh, I don't. I uh, no one knows what's happening with any of the Marvel stuff, and I don't think we'll know until we know what the next Avengers is called, until we see a trailer for it, and until we see what. Uh, 
I think the shoe that's waiting to drop really is what's going to happen with this Disney streaming service. Right, exactly. Because, because, because that's going to be this... The, the stuff that's floating around about it is that this is going to change a lot of what people think like the whole schedule of Disney stuff is going to be that, that that you're going to see a lot of things that would have otherwise been oh that will be a Marvel movie will be a thing that comes out in like four parts on Disney streaming like they're already talking about oh uh you know who's going to be the next Captain America well fuck if we know but uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are going to get some kind of project together on the Disney streaming service. So, right, right. You know, I so I wonder what that's going to be about. Yeah, you know what? What could those two actors be doing together on the Disney streaming service? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston is uh, is is gonna do uh, something on the Disney streaming service. I wonder what he might do for them. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wonder, was uh, I was thinking it was going to be a uh, prequel to Crimson Peak. Ah, you you think that's you think that's so. what I was hoping for. You you think you think so, right? You know, because because uh, people yeah. loved that movie and it made all yeah. kinds of money. It did huge hit, huge, huge hit. hit. People... In fact, Guillermo del Toro he, he just doesn't have to make movies anymore. No, not at all. No, no. So I think uh, you can look at the, you know um the uh, the Ols- Olsen sister, the one that's not a twin, getting a, a series on the Disney streaming service. Apparently, can't imagine what uh, what what she might be doing for them. It's just going to be her crying about the vision, isn't it? I don't, yeah, maybe, maybe you don't, you don't know. You don't know. You know, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. What all of these actors could be doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the they're going to do service. voices on, um, on DuckTales spinoffs. Ah, that's, that's what that I could think. be. That could be, that could be, they could, someone's got to come in and voice Della Duck. Hmm. <laughs> you know, a complete tangent for what we were just saying, but that, that made me think of you wanting to call Red Dead Redemption 2 Shen Moo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but that's... I'm really tired. Um, yeah, yeah. All I right. think I think we're gonna end that there, Bob. Um do you have okay. anything else you want to talk about, Pitch? Um anything new with you news wise that you wanna mention? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't have anything major special coming up that I can announce. So everybody, please continue giving money to my brother's Patreon so we can keep doing this. Yes, please keep giving me money. <laughs> um, I really know it's very unbelievably appreciated. Um, it's it's now at the point where it's actually, you know, making money on the time I put into it. So, that I mean, four or five of these things a month is, uh, you know, of three or four hour <laughs> expenditure yeah. on each. So. That's time I can't be doing other paying gigs. So this is way right. more fun than those. So keep giving me money. Um, I, uh, you know, always going to pitch the big brown chair, my buddy Peter's website where he does reviews. Um, I also want to point you guys to uh, Hugh Campbell, who was on the last episode of um, the uh, Talkbuster podcast. Um, he's Green Goblin on Twitter. Um, he does movie reviews. So find him and find his reviews. They're awesome. He just recently did Venom, um, you know. And uh, that's about all I've got. Um, the Chippa made this on YouTube, at the Chippa on Twitter, patreon.com slash the Chippa. Please keep giving me those wonderful, wonderful dollars. And um, stay tuned for some cool incentives for getting me to my next stage. I'm just trying to work those things out. Um, so, again, as always, I'm Chris. 
I'm Bob. And thank you guys for coming along on the tangent. Have a good night. Have a good night.